Happy May the 4th, everyone. Hello and welcome to The Force, of course. I'm your host, Ted, and I'm excited to finally be able to bring you this premiere episode of my passion project, The Force, of course. Uh, in this first episode, I'll give you a little background on myself and what I'm all about. We'll discuss the Disney Plus streaming series, The Bad Batch, and much more. But first, let's do the intro. Jedi is part. It's an energy field created by all living things. It surrounds us, penetrates us, and binds the galaxy together. The Force. The Force. The Force. The Force. May the Force be with you. All right. Thanks so much for tuning in. Uh, the Force, of course, is my passion project, as I said before. I've been a Star Wars fan since the very beginning, and this show is my outlet to share my love and excitement for the saga with you fellow fans. Um, but before I even launched, I had people ask me what aspect of Star Wars I was planning to focus on. Uh, was it going to be the movies, shows, animated series? Um, would I stick to original trilogy, sequel trilogy, prequel trilogy? Would I cover the books, comics, expanded universe? Collecting figures. If I do the figures, would it be vintage or modern? And my answer to that was all of it. I want to cover everything. I'm not going to limit myself in any way, shape, or form. I want to touch on anything I can within, you know, legal limits. Um, but my vision for the Force, of course, is to be an interactive experience for fans. I'll discuss every aspect of the fandom and try to make it all relatable. So if you're just a surface level fan, you've seen the movies and like them. Or if you're a deep cut fan and you've dug into just about everything that's ever been offered, I want this to be fun for both of you. Um, we'll touch on the movies and the series, all other media, and I'll do character deep dives and, and try to riddle out why we love these creations the way we do. We'll talk toys, lots of toys, all the toys. Uh, and along the way, I plan to invite guests to join in on the conversation. So if you want to be a part of the show, stick around to the end. And I'll tell you how to get the ball rolling on that. But before I go any further, I need to be totally transparent and fess up to something. There are gaps in my fandom. I haven't quite absorbed every piece of information out there when it <laughs> comes to Star Wars. I started out that way. I started out picking up everything in print, books and comics, um, and just absorbing as much as I could. Any kind of behind-the-scenes information, everything. Um, but a couple of things happened. The first thing that happened, my wife and I had kids. Um, I'll, you'll meet them at some point along the way, but um, it became too expensive and too time consuming with kids to stay on top of all the comics that were coming out. Just wasn't realistic for me in my situation. As for the books, the thing that happened there is it just got to be too much. I believe I was close to the end of the Yuzong Vong storyline. Now, some of you will know what that is. Some of you may not. Um, I can't even recommend looking into it. I wasn't really happy with the experience because some weird things happened. They killed off Chewbacca by crushing him with a moon. Um, they painted the Millennium Falcon black for a, a small piece of time. The offspring of our heroes were offing each other. 
and I thought the damage that was being done by the Yuzong Vong was just too much to come back from. So I gave up on it. I'm not proud of it, but it happened. Honestly, I haven't gone back to the book since. Um, I'm hearing the new Thrawn series is worth reading, so I might pick that up. You know, hell, it was Thrawn that resurrected Star Wars back in the 90s, the uh, Heir to the Empire series. <clears throat> so I guess I owe him that much. And this new High Republic series isn't something I picked up yet. I'm not sure if I will. I'd like to hear your guys' feedback before I do, whether it's a yay or nay situation. If it's something I can't avoid, honestly, I probably will. Um, I'm really not looking into digging into brand new characters. There's not much there that's pulling me towards it, if that makes any sense. Uh, but that's, that's enough about me for now. You'll learn probably way more than you want to know about me in the coming episodes. I'll try to pepper it in small so you don't get overwhelmed with my craziness. We do have something to talk about, though. The Bad Batch. Now, The Bad Batch is the very first of the series announced for Disney Plus back in December. We're going to get 16 episodes, um, seemingly a bit of a continuation of the Clone Wars series. Uh, we follow Clone Force 99. That's Hunter, Echo, Tech, Wrecker, and Crosshair. Their backstory was fairly well fleshed out in the uh, Clone Wars Season 7, so check that out if you haven't yet. It's worth a watch. Now, since I'm launching The Force, of course, on May the 4th, um, I won't be able to actually recap the first episode of The Bad Batch because it also launches on May the 4th, and time travel isn't real yet, so I can't really make that happen for you guys. So today, we're going to talk about what we expect to see in the series, who might return from previous things we've seen, uh, where will the adventure take us, and just all sorts of wild speculations. So buckle up. Here we go. Now, what do we know about the Bad Batch? Let's talk about what or who we've seen in the trailers and what that could mean for the story. Let's start with locations. Um, we see Camino, where the cloners are. We see Coruscant, for sure. Other than that, it's kind of tricky. You, you can't really tell in some aspects. We can take a couple leaps. There's a planet that looks like it could be Naboo. Look, could be Theed City. I don't know. It's possible that one location is Jeddah, and I'll explain why I think that here in a little bit. I thought for a second I was seeing Jakku from The Force Awakens because uh, there was a, a scene where there were a bunch of uh, crashed Star Destroyers, but they're Clone War era Star Destroyers, not original trilogy. We're getting nerdy. Um, so it can't be Jakku. It's probably something else. I was just wrong. That's okay. I've been wrong before. I'm going to be wrong plenty other times. Uh, the locations are less exciting to me, though, than the characters. So let's let's dig into more of the characters. Based on the trailer, we know we're going to see Tarkin, Grand Moff Tarkin. And that's great. He's becoming kind of a, a Star Wars linchpin, carrying through the entire story. Chronologically, we've seen Tarkin now in The Clone Wars, uh, Revenge of the Sith at the very end. He's going to be at the Bad Batch. He was in Rebels. He was in Rogue One. And obviously in A New Hope. So Tarkin's become quite a big deal. Uh, I'm hoping that we really get to see him as a villain. I want to see him shine as a villain in this series. I want to see how he interacts with the Empire and what he's all about. We also see Emperor Palpatine. That's not really a shocker. I hope we don't see a ton of him. I don't think we need him in this. But, you know, he's in the trailer, so we are going to see him in a little bit. I mentioned Kamino before, and we're going to see the return of Lama Su. Um, he's the prime minister of Kamino, the, I guess, the chief cloner guy, whatever. Um, we'll probably also see Tanwi. 
you put them next to each other. I don't know which one's which until they start talking. They just look pretty pretty much the same to me. Um, but this brings me to my first bit of what I what I called wild speculation. At some point, the clones kind of disappeared, and the stormtroopers that we know from the original trilogy were humans. They weren't clones. They were just regular-ass humans. So what happened? Where'd the clones go? Now, I guess you could say that they all aged rapidly there towards the end and, and died off. That's a possibility. Um, I know at one point they were kind of called back to Camino. Um, so maybe something happened there. Maybe the Empire and the Camino and cloners had a falling out and the Empire did something about it. Now, if only the Empire had the means to make a planet disappear. I don't know what that would look like. Um, I don't know. But something could happen. I don't know. Right? I could be wrong. Again. Who else do we see in the trailer? We see Fennec Shand, who we met in The uh, the Mandalorian, played by Ming-Na Wen. And, and this led me down another path of speculation. In The Clone Wars, young Boba Fett had an interest, interesting arc uh, where he was seeking revenge against Mace Windu for killing his dad, Jango Fett. And he was being shown the ropes by a bounty hunter named Ara Singh. Ara Singh, we saw in The Phantom Menace for like half a second. She was watching the pod race. You'd probably blink and you miss it. But it would be interesting to see Fennec Shan take that mentor role for Boba Fett. And that creates a new dynamic because what we know in The Mandalorian is that, yes, they have teamed up. We don't really know what that relationship is like. What if that's been a relationship all along that he stumbled across her hurt in the desert put her back together with Legos and and an erector set or something. I don't know what was going on there, but what if they were already a team somehow that makes the book of Boba Fett that much more interesting to me. I think, I think there's a story to be told there. I would really like to see that happen. Uh, Who else do we see? We see Captain Rex. I wasn't surprised to see Captain Rex. I kind of expected to see Captain Rex. Um, So, you know, no shocker there for me. I mentioned Jeddah earlier, and, and part of why I said that is because in the trailer, we see Saw Gerrera. So Saw Gerrera is going to be in the Bad Batch. That's the character from Rogue One that was played by Forrest Whitaker. And the last time we saw him was on Jeddah. Actually, that's the last time anyone saw him. Uh-huh. Uh, and side note, if we're getting to see Saw Gerrera, I said Seesaw. If we're going to see Saw Gerrera, fuck, I did it again. If we're seeing Saw Gerrera, there it is, uh, we may also get to see more Bo Gullet. And Lord knows we need more Bo Gullet. No, we don't need any more Bo Gullet. I also never want to say Seesaw again. Uh, so that rounds out who we know we're going to see based on the trailer. Now, who could we see? Who would be around in this timeline that might make for some good storytelling? The first person that comes to mind is Darth Vader, obviously. Uh, I I would love to see Darth Vader in anything. Um, I just think he makes everything better. But I wouldn't expect to see a ton of him. Maybe brief scenes here and there just kind of sprinkled in, nothing major. Unless he is the reason why the Bad Batch comes to an end. Like the very last scene in the very last episode is Darth Vader taking out the Bad Batch, like in the hallway scene in Rogue One. That would be epic, but also kind of sad. Who else? We saw Captain Rex, like I said, but we could possibly see Commander Cody. Um, That would be interesting. I don't think so, though. 
we could see Ahsoka, but with her own show coming out soon, I don't think so. I don't think we're going to see much or any of either of those two. Others I'd love to see are Chirrut and Blaze from Rogue One. Um, if Jeddah's going to be a location, that's a possibility. Hondo would make for a fun cameo. I also wouldn't hate seeing Cad Bane. I love me some Cad Bane. I mentioned Dora Singh earlier. She could potentially show up, but I doubt it. I think I think we've seen or at least heard the end of her story in Solo when Tobias Beckett said he killed Dora Singh. That was kind of sad. I think she was totally underutilized. I'd like to see more of her, um, but I don't think it's going to happen. Again, Obi-Wan is an option. He would be around at this time, but I don't think so. I think they're going to save his story for his own show. I don't want to see too much more of Obi-Wan in another thing. I'm, I'm waiting for the Kenobi series. And quite frankly, you could tie Commander Cody's fate to that series as well. I'd be totally happy to see that there. Finally, one character that is around during this timeline that I do not want to see in this series or any other series is Jar Jar friggin' Binks. Please don't show me any more Jar Jar Binks. I don't want to see any more Jar Jar Binks. And that's, that's the characters that we know. Now, the trailer does introduce a new character, Omega, a young female clone that may or may not exhibit force sensitivity or force powers. Not sure. And not to be negative, but I'm not really excited about this character. There might be something about her that will spark something, or maybe she'll set the bad batch on a quest that'll be exciting and might make me care, but I doubt it. I'm really having a hard time caring about this character right now. And with a name like Omega, I can only assume she's a member of the last batch of clones that they made, but I'm not sure why I should care about that. Again, I guess maybe it's a wait-and-see situation. I don't know. Hopefully it, it comes together. I remember thinking the same thing about Ahsoka back in the day when the Clone Wars movie was released. I was like, who is this young girl Padawan that they're giving to Anakin, and why should I care about that? Turns out, you know, it took a couple years, but yeah, I care. All right, so that's all the Bad Batch news and speculating I'm ready to put out for today. We're just going to have to wait and see what happens. I'm kind of anxious to see if I'm right on any of this or if I'm just totally off base. History dictates I'm pretty much totally off base. But anyway, let's put that to bed. Let's take a quick break. And when we return, we'll talk Mother's Day. All right, welcome back. And after the Bad Batch download session uh, in the last segment, I thought we would just... Have some fun in the second half. Mother's Day is right around the corner. This year it's uh, May 9th. And that had me thinking about some of the mothers in Star Wars. I thought maybe it'd be fun to talk about them and and maybe discuss their stories, their path, and, and see where we fell. Now the first mother I'll mention is Shmi Skywalker, Anakin's mother. We meet her in The Phantom Menace. Now when we meet her, uh, she is a slave. Her and her son, Anakin, are a slave. They're owned by Watto, the Toydarian. He's a little turd. Um, but she tells Qui-Gon Jinn that there was no father. So I guess we're just supposed to believe that Anakin Skywalker is a product of immaculate conception. I'm not buying it. Not for a second. Look, let's get real. It, it, it gets lonely real fast on Tatooine. Okay, there's not a lot to do. So it's really not much of a stretch of the imagination to see Shmi dressing provocative, hitting up the cantina for a roll in the sand, one night of pure ecstasy and bad decisions, 
And maybe, you know, things got out of hand. She wound up pregnant. Who knows? Possibly with the demon spawn of one Dr. Evazon. We met him in the cantina in A New Hope. And that's why her son Anakin was destined to turn to the dark side. He's just bad seed. I don't know. Could happen. No points for Shmi. Not a great mother. Next, we have Padme. Okay, Padme Amidala. Queen, right? Senator, probably. Uh, bit of a cougar, though, right? Landed herself a man nearly a decade younger than her. Sure, he's a Jedi, uh, not a master. Mace Windu made it very clear he was not going to be a master, but he was a Jedi Padawan. Um, I don't know if he made it to knighthood. I can't remember, but Jedi. She gives birth to twins from him, Luke and Leia, and immediately thereafter, she dies of sad face. Uh, I will say that her kids are the most well-rounded and most productive humans in the Star Wars universe, Luke and Leia. Great pillars of society. But, uh, you know, as far as motherhood goes, she was really absent. So I can't really give her any points. No points to you, Padme. Sorry. Who do we have next? Next we have Leia. Uh, Leia is the mother of the Rebellion. And, and in, that, in that role, she was flawless. Personal choices, though. Well, she had a kid, Ben Solo, with Han Solo, who shockingly... Uh, became a deadbeat dad. What the hell's going on, JJ? Why did you make Han Solo some weird deadbeat dad? Like, just off in space, like, well, you know, I'm not really going to be around for you. I don't know what's going on. Uh, so they sent their kid to live with his uncle. I get it, to be trained, to be a Jedi, whatever. You send him to live with Uncle Luke, and what does Luke do? Tries to fucking kill him. And that you know, turns him into the psychopath Kylo Ren. So no, no, no points for you, Leia. None. The last mother in the Star Wars universe I want to mention is someone that we've been most recently introduced to, and that is Frog Lady from The Mandalorian. Now, Frog Lady seemed pretty determined to get her eggs to her mate to, to you know, continue on their lineage. That's noble. But she had some serious lapses in judgment along the way. I mean, let's think about this. She hires an Uber driver who had this little green pet with it. And that pet kept eating her young every chance it got. Every chance it got. She didn't even seem to notice half the time. She even left her kids unattended in a pool while she was in a jacuzzi sipping a Moscato. A pool surrounded by angry ice spiders. Frog lady. No points. No points. Okay, now while we're on the subject of mothers, I'd be an ass if I didn't talk about a couple of real-life mothers in, in my personal life. Mothers that were important to me. First is my mom, obviously. So I'm one of six. That should tell you right there, my mother was a saint. She had the patience for six children. Oh, my goodness. And we didn't have much growing up. We were poor. But she always found a way to get me the new Star Wars toys. It seemed like everything I wanted, she made sure I had. She knew the love I had for this. Um, she may not have understood it, but she knew that it was important to me. And she always provided. And, and that was just amazing. She was instrumental in forming who I am as a person. And I will forever owe her for that. 
Um, she's no longer with us. She passed about 10 years ago. Um, but yeah, that's, that's the story of my mother. Finally, the most important mother in my life is my wife, Cindy. I call her Murph. You'll understand that at some point. We'll discuss that. But she gave me two amazing kids, and she supports me through this craziness, this journey I'm taking, uh, this podcast. I don't even want to think what my life might be like without her. So I want to take this moment to dedicate this show to her. Happy Mother's Day, Cindy. I love you more than you will ever know. And you get all the points. Winning Best Mother in Star Wars. I don't know how important that's going to be to you, but, you know, it's important to me. All right, guys and gals, be sure to thank all the mothers in your life this weekend and acknowledge the sacrifices they make daily to provide for their families. That's super important. It's not something that a lot of people think about, and that's a shame. That's all I have for today. The intro music you're going to hear is done by yours truly, the outro music is done by Closed on Sunday. Check them out on their YouTube channel as well as Instagram. Speaking of social media, please follow the show at The Force, of course, on Instagram and Facebook and interact. I want to hear from you. Tell me if I'm a jackass. Tell me if I'm wrong about something. Tell me if you agree with something I said. That'll probably be rare, but, you know, I want to hear from you. Again, thanks so much for listening. Please subscribe, follow, rate, review. Tell your friends. All those things help people find the show, and I need all the exposure I can get. Until next time, I'm Ted, and this has been The Force, of course. <laughs>